Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, Carver High, I just have to say it. Like, I heard the prime minister talking about Tiger Woods, and uh, like, uh, you and I have been down this road before. I mean, he is shot. Like, he can't walk. His body's done. He's done. It's I'm, over. I'm, I'm, I was, well, I heard him, too, and I started shaking my head. Like, why is this, why is this news? Like, he had this major ankle surgery, like, a month ago. Did people think that he was going to? hobble his way over to the L.A. Country Club in three weeks and, and, and play in the U.S. Open? Like, they did the same thing a few weeks ago with the PGA. He's not playing golf anymore this year. He, he's not playing in any majors. Like, he's, his 2023 is over. Like, he's listen, it's the novelty act now, right? Last year, shows up at the majors, you know, gives us a little fun with, like, you know, make the cut or not. I mean, that's it. You know, he played his event, the Genesis, back in January. And he, now he's got his he's got more surgery done on his I on think his that's ankles it his for him he's permanently. I, I, I think that I, he is not catching Nicholas. I'm no, sorry. He's no, not winning more no. majors. He can barely walk. And that's all you need to know. When Jack won uh, the Masters... When he was 46 years old, uh, it was stunning. But his body was still able to hit a golf ball and walk around a golf course. He could still walk. This guy can't even walk. I think he's the most phenomenal player of our lifetime. And no one wants to say this, and I'm willing to. I I, I watched Jack Nicklaus for a lot of his career, and... At the end of the day, when you have more majors, you're the greatest golfer that ever lived, not Tiger. That's just all there is to it. Look, he I think he's he's done with like serious winning. He's not winning any more majors and he's not do I think that he's going to play the Masters and the British Open, the Open Championship as long as he could still walk on a golf course and swing a club? Yes, like we see all these other guys still play them in their elder years like I I think he will absolutely at those two places play every year as long as he's capable but not serious like gonna win the tournament type of stuff he's out there my problem is out there I I don't feel like 
he's got that many of those opportunities left, including walking around and failing. I think those days are numbered too. Like what I saw was a cripple on the golf course. And that's just simple as it is. I mean, it's like watching him suffer golfing. Is that really what everybody wants to see? I don't. I want to remember his greatness. Can you imagine if he was trying to roll himself around at Oak Hill this weekend? Like, can you imagine if he was trying to get around that place? If he, let's say he didn't have the ankle surgery and he played like he did the last year in just the majors, he would have been with those conditions and, and the way that course was, it would have been like the others. He would have been tapping out uh, by you, Saturday morning. He would have been let me throw this at you. This guy mm -hmm. on a golf course supersedes everyone. What, he, what he's yes. accomplished with golfing, you know, not just, not just 18 to 15 majors, but golfing and what he's mm -hmm. done. Okay, what he's done for golf and kids all over the world, Changed what the he's game. done is, is, is unequal. But his off the golf course life is what cost him uh, everything in his yeah. later years. His marriage, his uh, affinity for, you know, sex and, and women, uh, his, let, let's face it, I mean, he had like 100 lovers. Uh, it was like a porn movie. Set, thirdly, wrecking cars left and right uh you know when your wife's chasing you with a nine iron in the driveway you, you got problems off the course and then when he re wrecked in la in the genesis whatever it was uh driving 90 miles an hour in a 40 i mean like all the stuff he did off the course it was like he was a it was like he was an imbecile uh, off the course his life trying to live now he's doing it again he's fighting with some girlfriend who's suing him, she's not gonna win. A judge already said, you're not getting that NDA dropped, but his life off of golf, frankly, is a disaster. It, we welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Monday, Series XM 159 Sports Byline. I think the off the course stuff is why he's obviously not gonna break the 18. He's not, he's right. not gonna break Jack. I mean, if you go back and you look at the time that he lost, in his 30s and in his 40s, you know, in terms of a time that maybe he could have won another couple of majors, maybe gotten those three or four more that he needed to get over the line. I think that it's the off the course of, because look, he had all those vices when he was in Drugs. his 20s. Well, he had the, I'm sure he had the women vices, all that stuff when he was in his 20s, but he was so damn good that it didn't matter. He'd go out there and he could dominate and win. And as he got older, like anything else, it starts to take its toll on you. Yeah. And the injuries and the off the course stuff. And, uh, and that's probably what's going to keep him. And we're not what well, probably is. It is what's going to keep him yeah. from getting over that magic line uh, that everybody thought he was going to blow past. He'll, listen, he's, he's still got incredible. You could make like the argument the best ever. I Obviously, can't Jack's even got fathom the stuff with the cars, you know, the wrecks and the drugs yeah. and the pills and yeah. the booze and the women. And uh, that stuff ruined him. It ruined him. Uh, yeah, uh, it certainly did. Uh, and he's got tons of unbelievable moments, uh, but there could have been a lot more. That's for sure. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. NFL owners are having spring meetings in Minneapolis. Uh, They should have just saved the money and had it at Rikers Island. (laughs) I mean, like, who goes there to the spring meetings? Couldn't they have had it in, like, Palm Springs or Boca or somewhere really nice? They they usually go to one of those places. It's usually one of those, or Arizona's a favorite of theirs. San Diego. Out to the desert. The hell they do it in Minnesota. The hell are they going there for? Uh, who knows what that's about? But uh, that is going on starting today. Uh, that's for sure. All right, Denver and the Lakers tonight uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, Lakers are favored down 3-0. Three-and-a-half point favorites. Uh, 224.5 is the total uh, as of right now. Denver money line for anybody, plus 125 if you'd like to go there. Yeah, like our smart projection there uh, that I saw on the monitor, I'm rather confused with. Maybe that guy's having a day off or something. Maybe he's having a bad day. Maybe he had a hangover today when he did his projections. I am not projecting anything L.A. in this series. And if they win tonight, good for you. You're still losing. I'm going to bet Denver every night until it's over. And I don't even care if I lose money. I'm not betting on the Lakers. They got their ass beat every night. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to start winning, and they've never won down 0-3, and that's a game, let alone a series. Both of those go in concert with one another. They've never won the fourth game or a series when down 3-0, and really, there isn't a difference, is there? Because when you lose the fourth, you're finished. That's right. Uh, the most bet player props for tonight. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. over eight and a half rebounds and assists. Austin Reeves over 26 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Reeves over 17 and a half points. Reeves over two and a half three-pointers. Anything else for Reeves? Uh, LeBron to get the first field goal. A little uh, shot there at plus 425. Uh, everybody's taking for tonight. I mean... Absolutely only one bet on the Nuggets is Michael Porter. I'm only interested in betting on Murray and Joker. I'm not betting on these losers. They're going down uh, this series. They're still betting on Lakers. It's still, he's right. Michael Malone's right. 
they're up 3-0 and all people can talk about are the Lakers. It really is laughable. It's embarrassing. And then this other guy, LeBron James, you got to admit, that was pathetic. He's like, I haven't talked to anybody. I'm just going to go sit in an ice tub, get treatment. I'm going to be there Monday night. I got a job to do it, but I haven't talked to anyone on the team. They're not even no. speaking to one another. They're so finished. You know what it is? Look under their chairs at the locker room today. I'll bet money there's glad bags sitting there. Oh, they're sitting there. All right. Uh, Lakers are 14 to one uh, to come back from 3-0. So you had the Celtics earlier were eight to one. The Lakers are 14 to one. Both of them in the same spot uh, down 3-0 in the series. It should be uh, 40, for 40 to one. And I, the Celtics <laughs> should be 30 to one. Uh, the Lakers are determined to keep Austin Reeves and Hachimura uh, in free agency this year. I actually think both have been pretty good for them. So that actually is a smart move by the Lakers. I think both guys have been extremely helpful. They've been good pieces. I agree with that. And I did say last week, I think Reeves should stay. Uh, he's got a cushy gig. Don't be Caruso. But no. at the same time, there's got to be at least one person whispering in his ear uh, you could get Take 80 million somewhere else. Why would you turn down 30 million dollars? Take the bag. Take the bag and go out the door. Uh, that's how it works sometimes. Uh, Denver is now your new favorite to win the title at minus 225. I think the, the only tough part of our, about this is I think Denver and Miami would be and is going to be a fun NBA final. But let's say Denver wins tonight and Miami wins tomorrow. You're going to be waiting over a week for that to start because the NBA final days are locked in next Thursday is when game one would be. So you'd have almost a whole over a week off for both teams if they finish off these sweeps. And then uh, and, tonight and they and spread tomorrow. it out. It is the final oh, spread, spread out. Oh, spread it out. Oh, oh, Thursday's game one. Then they don't play again until like Sunday. Then another two days off Wednesday. I mean, they're going to they're gonna bleed that thing uh, for a good two and a half weeks. Uh, on you but I think it'll be a fun series whenever we actually get around to it uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun between the Nuggets uh, and the Heat I mean I play more basketball than they do <laughs> there you go <laughs> game four tonight Carmelo Anthony retired from the NBA a heartfelt uh, video that he put out today we say goodbye to Melo uh, in the association uh, listen you cannot argue of his uh, talent and what he did oh. in 20 years, 19. No question. Uh, the guy no could question. fill it up. And I watched him play uh, his entire career, obviously, uh, in college, pros, and in New York, being here for uh, the entirety of his run with the Knicks. And uh, I thought he was fabulous. And he was never a whiner. He just played and he shot and kept shooting and kept shooting and kept knocking down big shots. Uh, he's, you know, one of the all-time scoring greats in NBA history. You can't argue with his success. And if it wasn't for him, uh, I honestly don't believe uh, Beheim would get all the credit he gets as being this uh, incredible coach. Everybody thinks he's mm -hmm. so incredible. I'll tell you what's incredible. Bob Knight beating him down 13 with three minutes to go. That's incredible. Uh, Bayheim's career is overrated, uh, and the only reason he has a ring is because of Mello. And if he didn't have Mello, he'd have none. There's uh, allegedly an appetite around the league to pay James Harden four years and two hundred million dollars. I hope that whoever don't, don't I hope whoever has that appetite 
is very careful because they might uh, spit that meal out uh, after they have it. They have an appetite I mean, for that. That's not going to go well for them uh, on the other side. That's Someone should be arrested right for that. If yeah, you give him 200 I, I, million, you should be handcuffed and taken away and taken to an electric I, chair, honestly. And I told you on Friday, I was hoping that by the time we came back here on Monday, there'd be no more James Harden stories until free agency after the season. And sure enough, somebody had to have an appetite uh, to pay him $200 million. So uh, there's that. The Raptors are going to meet with uh, or have met with Steve Nash about their head coaching job. I just saw that come across the wire. The Raptors talking to Steve Nash. We're going to get him back on the sidelines oh, uh, in Toronto. Go play well, soccer. Canadian guy. Go play soccer. Canadian guy. You suck as a He's coach. got some experience now. He coached the Nets for a few years. Give him a recycled paper. Go ahead. Get him back up there in Toronto. Uh, Nick Nurse, Kenny Atkinson, Adrian Griffin are among the coaches that the Bucks are discussing as finalists for the, uh, their head coaching job. So there you go. Adrian Griffin is the Raptors assistant right now. I mean, honestly, can I just say, those are just horrific choices. Mm. Honestly, Everybody like- Everybody loves Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, well, everyone I, loves him. I, I don't care. Uh, if I were him, uh, I'd be scrubbing Kawhi Leonard's sports cars in his driveway with a sponge. Exactly. Because he's nothing exactly. without him. Uh, here's another one. Here, here's another one. Uh, Bayheim. He's like Bayheim. If he didn't have Kawhi Leonard, uh, he wouldn't have a ring either. I I'm done listening to this guy's a great coach because he had one of the best players in the world in his prime, lighting it up every night. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And Steve Nash, we, how stupid do you have to be? Honestly, like, I, are billionaires, are they really that stupid? I've never met a billionaire yes. that's stupid. And you got to be stupid if you're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring in the guy that couldn't win if it hit him in the face uh, in the NBA in Brooklyn. The guy, uh, get rid of him. Let's bring him in. Let's get rid of this guy. We'll bring in this guy. We'll get rid of this loser and bring in another loser. I mean, honestly, I don't know where they come up with this stuff. He should be playing soccer, okay? I don't know how many times I can say it. I mean, his own uh, the player NBA said he sucked. Yes, no good. NBA considering changes to the All-Star game. Nobody cares. And Stewie Cancel it. Dropped, dropped 45 and three quarters in her Liberty home debut. Stewie going off uh, for the Liberty. I like yeah. watching her play. Anna Nescu. That chick had four. She would have had if she played the fourth. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Know your prey. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. All right, so uh, I got to tell you about Signature Bets with BetMGM. It's incredible. Whether it's a player game or team prop, Signature Bets capture moments in a game you've never been able to bet on before, but now you can. It's exclusive to BetMGM. You got Splash Brothers, two teammates each hit four three-pointers. Bet that on the heat because they're doing it every night. Uh, the Rick Barry, a player not to miss a free throw in a game, or Brick City, a player to miss five straight field goals in a game. You could do that easily with the Lakers and Celtics right now. Just find, you know, there's so many guys that can't hit a shot on those teams. You make easy money at BetMGM with these exotic markets. Very unique. To place your signature bet, log on to the BetMGM app. Click uh, right into the NBA playoff game of your choice. Click the signature bets tab at the top bar. Check out all the exclusive bets you can make. Unique markets. Check out the variety across uh, all the playoff games that are left on the table. It's signature bets at BetMGM. Time for the lion's share. Brought to you by BetMGM with Coach James Young. So why were you, uh, at the very least, troubled about tonight's Laker game uh, with Denver? Like, you seem like now all of a sudden you believe in the Lakers to me? Like, what's going on here? What is happening here? Tell the truth. We'll get to the picks. I'm just sitting there saying to myself, Two things. One, is LeBron really going to get swept? Like, is he really going to get swept? And I want to say something, Pharrell, and you may think this is the Kevin Walsh in me. It is not. You could argue a bad first quarter, a bad close to game number two, and a bad stretch of game number three. L.A. could, could be leading this series right now. Could be. To me, it's it's a little bit different than a Garber High thinks I'm crazy. It's completely Garber different. High's leaving the set right now. To it's hurl completely different than Boston. Bucket. Like, like I feel like the, the Lakers have competed. They've been in the game. I, I've always felt like to me the the Heat have been ahead of the Celtics by two, three steps the whole series. To me, the, the this series between Denver and the Lakers have been so close at, at major parts of the game that I just think is, can LeBron just steal one game? And that's what we'll talk about a little bit on the line share. So I get where you're coming from. I'll give you this. I thought that LA blew game two. They had it and yes. blew it. Yes, they had, they had game two. And then I would say game one, well, because we talked about it. The coverage on Jamal Murray was just flat awful with how they were playing the high ball screen which was terrible. But even game three, I thought the Lakers fought like hell to get the lead, but they, I don't think they ever had the lead more than like one or two points. To me, one if they point. could extend it at one point, if they could have got that to a four or five point lead, I think they would have stole it. They just couldn't get that like that next stop. 
You know what I'm saying? That next score. They couldn't even get that extra player two at the right spot to extend that one-point lead to 5-6. And then I think they could have stole game number three. So I saw you uh, having like an uncomfortable moment when I was talking about Steve Nash. Was that where you were uncomfortable? Like, uh, when, you know, I was talking with Carver High about all these coaching opportunities. Uh, what made you uncomfortable about that? Like, I don't think he's a good coach. No, and listen, I, I, I know Steve a little bit through some mutual friends. Steve's a great guy. I just don't think he's an NBA coach unless he's got an experienced bench behind him and a roster that will listen to him. You saw what Kyrie did to him. But the whole Toronto search has been a little bit crazy. They've interviewed Steve Nash. They've interviewed J.J. Redick. Like, they've interviewed Becky Hammond. I'm like, what is this? The United Colors of Benetton? Like, are we are we going to interview, like, we're going to go get a girl. We're going to go get an ex-coach. We're going to go get an announcer. We're going to this. It's almost like they're throwing something at the wall to see what sticks. Like, I don't get it. You have a decent roster. Now, I do think you have to turn over more than just the guard position because between Pascal, OG, Scotty Barnes, you know, Precious, you got to move one of them at least. Maybe two. So to me, there's still issues here. And let's be honest. Everybody talks about Masai Ujiri being like this phenomenal GM. He got gift-wrapped, gift-wrapped Kawhi Leonard because they weren't trading him to the Lakers. And what has he done since then? Not a whole hell of a lot. He got rid of Gary. He got Gary Trent because he wanted didn't want to pay Norman Powell. Norman Powell is way better than Gary Trent. I'm sorry what anybody thinks about that. So to me, I just don't understand... Not just the, the Steve Nash thing, but what, what is Toronto doing right now? So uh, would you fire uh, and get rid of this uh, Boston Celtic coach? Yes, yes. I, bro, that, he shouldn't even be allowed to coach game four. That's what I said. He shouldn't. He should, listen, think about this, folks. They were in game two. And and what did Spolster do? Spolster's like, yo. I can't let Tatum get loose in the fourth quarter. I'm going to go 2-3 zone, and I'm going to run a second defender when I need to. What does Joe Mazzula do? Yo, Brent Williams. Yo, go go check Jimmy Butler. <laughs> On an island. By himself. Like, that, bro, that was fireable then. And then, right. and then, then you're down 2-0. You're down double digits at the break. And that's the way you come back. And to me, what I thought was, your game seven. Third quarter, backs against the wall. Y'all folded like a tent. And then this guy is going to sit there and say, I lost the locker room? Oh, damn. What dynamite dropping, bro? Like, <laughs> they're a mess. Uh, and here's how the do you, hey, go ahead. How do you recover? Uh, like, no, from, like, as, like, as the coach, when they finally lose this series, and then let's say they were to go into the offseason, how now that no one listens to him to begin with, how can he ever coach them? He can't. He can't. And I think this is interesting. I know that Milwaukee named their finalists, Nick Nurse being one, Kenny Atkinson being two, Adrian Griffin being three. By the way, if I'm Boston, yeah, people think I'm crazy. I told Matt Peralta this before with Sharapan. I would look, honestly, look at Kenny Atkinson in Boston. I, I am a, you know this for all. I'm a huge Kenny Atkinson guy. Right, I, I am think his too. His skill development is great. I think he learned something from Kerr. But 
you can't go back and coach that team. And furthermore, let's just say what it is. When this ends, and it probably ends tomorrow, Jalen Brown's got to go. Because I don't think he wants to be there anymore. I don't care about the Supermax, all that crap. Just give him his money and move him. Because you can tell that those two can't coexist at the same time, him and Tatum, and you see little, like, things he drops to the press. I think Jalen Brown wants out of Boston. Do you think that he's worth all that money? You got to pay him. Is he worth it? I mean, shoot, James Harden's about to get 50. James Harden's going to get $50 million a year. I mean, who's talking about not worth it? James Harden's going to get $50 million a year. I want to give that brother 50 million pesos to play a game of basketball. 50 million? Texas? Give me the lion's share Scooby Snacks for tonight. Damn, James Harden, they got me shook like a tree. All right, here we go. Pharrell thinks I'm crazy. I think I'm right. Give me the Lakers minus three and a half. I know the Nuggets are 11 to four. I get to spread the last 15 versus a team with a winning straight of record. But the Lakers are six and one. I get to spread the last seven home games. They're 19 and seven. I get to spread the last 26 games following a straight of loss. Well, two, or, two of them already just happened. But I believe in LeBron will get it done. And D'Angelo Russell, God damn it, can you hit two three-pointers? Please, thank you. Next up. I'm going to go with the, I'm going to call him with the L.A. Strangler, KCP. I love this dude. Over four and a half, folks, rebounds plus assists. Going over four of his last five. Six out of his last eight versus the Lakers. You think this dude wants to send the Lakers home? He is loving life, and he's part of that crew where Bruce Brown and Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon, the junkyard dog crew, that's getting it done. Give me KCP over four and a half rebounds plus assists. And yeah, I'm doing it. I'm a sucker. D'Angelo Russell over one and a half made threes. This is about feel, folks, because he's missed it the last three games. Now, the six games before that, he hit it every time versus Denver. He's got a good shot, Pharrell. I thought when he hit his first one, he was going to roll. I'm going to go back to it. D'Angelo Russell over one and a half made threes. Don't you think it's hard for him to uh, succeed when they're booing him now and they want him to die? Well, I mean, hey, hey listen, it ain't the first time someone wanted me to die or talk bad about me. But I don't care what they think. You're a professional athlete. You make $20 million a year. God damn it. Make two three-pointers. I'm not asking you to give birth to a child, which I, I don't think is humanly conceivable. But you get my point. Hit two damn threes, please. What about uh, LeBron? We heard him earlier in the show saying he doesn't he hasn't talked to anybody on the team. He said, I'm going into the tub. I'm getting treatment. I got a job to do Monday night, but I haven't spoken to anyone on the team. Like, these dudes aren't even talking to each other. Man, it's, what in the Dylan Brooks is going on there? See, they need Dylan Brooks to come up there and do, the, do, do a little bit of this. And start doing, doing the dance a little bit. And they start doing this. And they get all fired up. LeBron. All I got to tell you is LeBron James, right? Another one over eight and a half rebounds tonight. I think you're going to have to carry LeBron off of that floor. And please, LeBron, try to get Anthony Davis to play some ball tonight. Will you please? Please? I, I didn't think I'd have to carry him off the floor, too, because he can barely walk at this point as it is. And he looks about crippled to me uh, and finished. 
But you're probably right. They'll probably win the game, and we'll see. What's next? Are you going to bet on the Celtics tomorrow? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Uh, Cameron Drucker is a senior trader at BetMGM. He's in Vegas, and he did say to me in the break that he wanted to give the finger to everyone in Dallas. I don't know what that's about. Something about, I don't know, maybe a hockey reference. I don't know, but he seemed really angry about people from Dallas. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm going to go with him on it because the Knights did win both games in overtime in Vegas. Cam, uh, tell me, uh, did you enjoy seeing the Knights get it done in overtime twice, or were you sweating it out? Because, I mean, game one, Ben scores with a minute, something left, and then you beat him in, in overtime. And then uh, you're down 2-1 with a couple minutes left in game two. Somehow you find a way, tic-tac-toe, you get the goal, then you score quick in overtime. Did you think it would be this difficult? Because they could have lost either game. Yeah, so, I mean, game one, we really dominated the entire game. Um, they were able to convert a couple chances coming back after we were on the offense end, but um, that was a great game. I was there in person. It was a great goal from, um, I believe it was uh, Howden off the back of the goalie there. <laughs> right. So, it was absolutely electric. Uh, game two, they outplayed us a bit, but um, it was nice at the end. We were obviously able to get that late goal, and then we were able to score quick again in overtime. So, I mean, it's absolutely electric out here with the way things are going for the Knights. Yeah, you know, I've uh, been to several games. Uh, I've been to games with Mafia and with Carver High at uh, the T-Mobile. Uh, we've gone to several hockey games. Uh, you have to admit, it is a party, uh, that arena, for hockey games. I mean, like, going into the arena with all those bars around there, like, there's literally, like, 50 bars within walking distance, like, within a stone's throw to the front door. Like when you walk around that entertainment center and there's like 50 bars packed with people drinking and then you go in there and they put on that show before those games. I mean, who even cares about hockey at that point? It's like, it's sex. 
it's like the greatest thing ever. It's the greatest NHL experience in the league. Yeah, if you haven't been, I suggest everyone gives a chance. I mean, it's a lot of locals, but it's at the same time, it's such a party atmosphere, and it's just amazing. And the pregame show is as good as it gets. I mean, that's honestly better than the game sometimes. How much does it hurt you guys that, uh, you know, the Knights and Panthers are controlling these uh, conference finals? Has it affected the house in any way, shape, or form? Um. No, it's been pretty two-way action on most of the games so far. I mean, the biggest thing we needed to avoid at the beginning was the Bruins. So, I mean, at this point, it kind of doesn't really matter who wins. It's kind of going our way. So, NHL has been very good so far for us this playoffs. So, uh, a lot of the betters who've seen the Knights uh, come back from being down in games, pounded them in-game for better lines, or are they all pre-gaming the Knights? Has it been more in-game or pre-game? Um, I would say for game one, it was pretty split. Uh, definitely game two, though, there was a lot of late action on the Knights. So, I mean, we probably were a small loser there on game two. But for the most part, it's really been two-way action as far as pre-match goes. So, you see the guy sitting there right now looking by the microphone down at the desk. What he's actually doing is uh, he's counting money. Uh, he's got stacks of $100 bills there that he won by betting plus 300 that a game would go to overtime on Friday night and he hit the bet and we all got rich. Have people started betting that prop that games will go to overtime in the conference finals? Because it seems like every game, it has gone to overtime every game. Yeah, so so far it's been, uh, what, four for four so far for OTs. Um, I did take a look and yeah, there's definitely an enhanced action on tonight's game to go to overtime, so. Definitely cheering for it not to go to OT as far as the house goes. So uh, have the Panthers and Knights become the biggest liabilities left for you guys in hockey? Um, overall, we're actually a winner no matter who wins, but um, the Knights are the smallest winner. So the other three teams, the Stars, Panthers, and um, spacing on me here. Um, anyway, the Knights are the only team that we um, are cheering against at this point, but even them are a small winner for us. So so the Knights, you're cheering against them. Meanwhile, you're a liar, and you've gone to the games yourself and pounded beers and cheered for them all night. So all you're doing is lying, which I think is awesome. Yes, I mean, I'm a huge Knights fan, but I'm not in the office. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. I love that action. Uh, did you think... Uh, speaking of uh, Vegas, uh, I think they had that fight. Was it in Vegas the other night, the uh, Haney-Lomachenko fight? Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was. Oh, it was at the Grand Garden Arena. I've been to 50 million fights there in the old, in the old barn. Uh, did you think that Lomachenko got jobbed? Um, personally, I had a 115, 113 Lomachenko, but, um, I don't think it was as lopsided as people made it sound. Um, I do think the one score of 116 to 112 was a bit ridiculous. I don't see how he gave, uh, how he gave, um, Haney round 10, but that's here nor there. So we had Haney by decision. Mafia had it and I had it and I thought the odds on it were terrible. Uh, it just was, it was just terrible. Like the odds on the whole fight were terrible. I thought, I mean, uh, what did a lot of people bet the fight and, and li like, honestly, have people, 
actually been laying a lot of money on these fights like Tank Davis over Ryan Garcia and this fight uh, because I got to tell you, like, and I've been to 100-plus title fights in Vegas, okay? I've been doing it for 35 years. I've been in boxing's bed forever. But I got to tell you, I've never seen it so lame. Like, no one cares about these fights. They tried to sell that Tank Davis fight with all their fighting and arguing and all their phony-ass pre-hype nonsense no one fell for that crap and if you're unless you're stupid and then getting this guy lomachenko to talk in an interview is embarrassing they, they can't have him in front of a camera i can't even talk and i'm not even i'm not nice okay so like if you can't talk i say it and you can't put people on tv that can't talk you just can't do it you can't have him sell the fight that was maybe the worst fight i've ever seen in my life not only was the decision crooked but the pre-hype was lame yeah, um, the Ryan Garcia fight definitely had a lot more interest. There was a lot more money coming in on Garcia plus money. Um, the Lomachenko fight, I think it would have drawn more interest had Haney not been uh, steamed up so much. I mean, it opened close to pick him, and the money came in instantly on Haney, and he ended up closing around a $3 favorite. So um, the late money was on Lomachenko, and Lomachenko by decision. So I think we were a small winner there. But overall, the handle's not as big as you would think for a major fight like that. So, Cam, I don't usually bet on animals. I got enough problems with my own dog. He weighs 130 pounds. Uh, he means business, by the way. Uh, but I did hit the exacto on Saturday in the Preakness just for shacks and giggles. I threw down a couple shekels on uh, the exacto, and it hit. It's the first time I've hit an exacto in a big horse race, I think, uh, before I had a mustache. <laughs> Yeah, uh, not a ton of action on the Preakness. I believe we were a small winner on a national treasure. But, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot more action on the Kentucky Derby. What about the uh, Kepka win? What kind of golf action did you get? Because uh, everyone around here, we all have massive golf gambling addictions. We bet on everything. I hit Xander Shoffley, top 20. He finished 18th. I hit that bet. Carver High had about 50 tickets going. I only had one going, but I was rooting for Kepka Saturday and Sunday because I like rooting for guys that everyone hates. Yeah, so Kepka was definitely a loser for us. Uh, for some reason, the live golfers get a ton of traction lately. But uh, yeah, it was Maybe it that's because they win. Loser, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a lot of action after um, Michael Block made the cut on him. A lot of just small action on him at huge odds. I mean, that was really the story of the tournament, especially when he aced 15. That was unbelievable. I think you guys should give uh, Michael Block a celebrity uh, BetMGM account. Like, put, like, five dimes in it and just let him have fun. You know what I mean? Just, like, yeah. become friends with him in some capacity or another. The guy's good luck. All right, so what's the deal? Is anyone actually betting on the Lakers tonight besides Coach Young, who is taking the Lakers tonight, uh, who haven't won a game in a month? Um, no, it's really been all Nuggets action thus far. Not a ton of Lakers action, which is complete opposite of what the series has been up to this point. So really seems like people are jumping off the Lakers bandwagon. What about props for tonight? Or what are the heavy uh, bets on the most that, that you're seeing? Uh, mostly uh, LeBron and AD overs. Um, a lot of people think, you know, backs against the wall. They're really going to try to, you know, give it to their superstars. So. Oh, that old story, yeah. huh? Yeah. Pride. It's pride night. They're going to win one for the Gipper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so... Uh, 
how good, like, so you talked about how many people have gotten on the Lakers at the end of the season and during the playoffs, people have made a lot of money on them. Uh, how good will them going down be for BetMGM? Um, it's by far biggest liability going right now. So um, as far as the outrights and the series price, we're definitely uh, rooting for the Nuggets. But yeah, it's the largest liability we have by far is on the Lakers. It's been nonstop. And what about for what about Boston? What about what Boston people? I mean, you guys had them as the favorites for a long time, and then uh, all the suckers bet them because everybody thinks the Boston Celtics are going to win every year, going to win it all, and the Lakers. And then what did they cost you? Um, yeah, we were definitely rooting for the Celtics. So um, them looking like they're going to go out is definitely uh, the worst option for us. Um, we're now pretty much Heat fans from this point forward. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have flipped over to the Miami Heat. Put on your sunblock. Uh, who is the most action left on the uh, to win the title between the Nuggets and Heat if they both finish the deal? Um, definitely the Nuggets so far. I mean, the Heat have obviously been the real feel-good story. I mean, Spolstra has just been awesome. Jimmy Butler as well. But, uh, yeah, it looks like the people are really backing uh, Jokic and the Nuggets even as a uh, large favorite. Yeah. Were people jumping all over the heat, getting the points going back home to Miami on Sunday night? Because I bet them Sunday night. I mean, I bet them every game. I'm done betting. Uh, I've been done betting the Lakers and uh, the Celtics. Uh, I've been done. I bet on them the last series. Um, yeah, the Heat were actually a winner for us uh, last game. Um, next game, however, we'll probably need the Celtics, it appears. Has the Celtics stars not showing up uh, to go over their player props? Has that hurt you guys at all? I uh, know it's actually helped us quite a bit. Um, a lot of the uh, public money is on the overs for Tatum and Brown, et cetera. So them going under most of their props recently have been a good result for us. Do you expect a surge in baseball betting if these two series end? and we have to wait a week for game one of the finals. Uh, do more people just start betting baseball in that open window when there's nothing happening? Um, yeah, absolutely. And especially with, um, and also I would say golf as well, especially after last week. And I'd expect a huge uptick in baseball and golf for sure. So the people start betting on the colonial already. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it's the uh, Charles Schwab next week, but, um, but yeah, it's been a lot of golf action. Yeah, it's at, it, to get everything up. Yeah, it's at Colonial down in Texas. So uh, yeah. the Schwab, uh, the financial people are involved. Uh, but we only care about where the golf tournament is and how do we make money and steal all of the money from the Charles Schwab people so we can invest in in BetMGM stocks and MGM stocks. That's what I do because you guys own everything. Uh, Cameron, great job today, brother. Way to go. Enjoy the rest of the series with your nights. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, it's time for another exciting edition of Today in Carver High History. It certainly is. We'll start in 1970. Mel Stottlemyre sets a record by walking 11 batters, but he still <laughs> wins 2 nothing. 1985, what? Pete Rose passes Hank Aaron on the NL run scoring leader list with his 2,108th run. 1990, Andre Dawson receives a record five intentional walks in a game. 92, the California Angels are involved in a bus crash in New Jersey. They should still be called California. 1993, Riddick Bowe TKOs Jesse Ferguson in the second round to defend the heavyweight championship of the world. 1994, Toronto NBA franchise unveils the Raptors name and logo. In 96, event to speed Ajax 4-2 on penalties for the Champions League title. 2010, Inter beats Bayern Munich 2-0 to win their third Champions League title and first treble. And in 2022, one year ago today, Justin Thomas wins by one over Willie Z in a three-hole playoff for the PGA Championship. This is where Mito choked. Here we go. Oh. Seven down at the start of the day. Oh, Jim. To two putts for a second major. Win at Quail Hollow. I mean, it's just in time again at the PGA Championship. There you go, Carver High. Jim's got to give me a little bit more on that call. Honestly, it was <laughs> stupid. It was stupid that Justin Thomas won that golf tournament last year. Absolutely stupid uh, that he won. Jim's got to give a little bit more juice on that call. He did a good job yesterday. He did a bad job last year. More juice. I gotta tell you, uh, I thought I thought JT played terrible at OK. Oh. Alive. Oh. Oh. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.